Hey, everyone. Your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at Myself a Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. So this is episode 134, and we're going to be talking about transitioning from one style to another. That's going to take an hour. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, take that's a few a episodes topic. maybe. Yes. But, mm-hmm. but you know, it's something we can start, we can lay the groundwork for it. And it's something an we've overview. done several times. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah, because everyone's evolving. You're not just mm-hmm. evolving in your person you're evolving in your decor along with it so or you move to a new house or apartment or condo or a new state and you just feel like you got to shake it up a little bit it's exciting and it, it can is. be overwhelming but we're it with is. you <laughs> so when do you ladies want to kick it off hmm what style have you had <laughs> we well, you know, we have oh. talked a lot about this whole We've Tuscan all had thing. the Tuscan style, so whether we, we all of- admit it or not. Yes, we did. So, I mean, I think the thing I want to talk about with this transition is I think about the ugly duckling. I think about, you know, that poor boy who hasn't grown into his big feet yet. I mean, I think about how when you're transitioning from one very different style to another different style, it's... If you do it slowly and you're on a budget, there's going to be some awkward stages in between. Mm-hmm. Oh, but good just, point. Mm-hmm. But hold on because it's worth it. Okay. I, you just made me think about, and I can't remember his name. There was a guy in my high school and he was, you know, I knew him, but didn't think twice about him. Well, between something happened between his sophomore and junior year. It was something like, happened. Wow. <laughs> Yes, what happened? He he probably lifted weights, grew six inches, got rid of his braces, his hair, he grew out. Whoa. (laughs) So there is is, uh, a good ending if you're willing to go through the transition. There you go. I haven't thought of that in decades. <laughs> There's some junior high pictures I want to burn. So, oh. yeah. So I think we all go through that phase. But and, and and that's what happens in your house. So I think, uh, you know, I mean, when I was transitioning, it was so painful. I had the gold walls and I had slip. And then I decided to make slip covers for my red. I had, well, I had a red bed, a red chair in my bedroom and then a red sofa and two red settees and a red ottoman. And I decided to slip cover all of them. And so it was painfully slow because I personally made every one of those slip covers. So there's one thing done, but nothing oh, else in the room yeah. is done. So it was a slow, yeah. painful, yeah. I mean, and it was hard for me because it's all, I wanted to all look just perfect right now. And it didn't, it didn't, it was, I just had to say, you know what? You're just going to have to wait. You're just going to have to wait. Just hold on, hold on. You kept your eye on the prize, right? So you knew where you were going. You had a plan. Mm -hmm. Yes. I had a plan. And then I'm going to venture to say there was no Pinterest, right? So maybe you had tear sheets or something from a magazine. Did you have some inspiration that you could look to? I know I did that here in this house. I wasn't really, I was transitioning from, you know, 
old man a style. Tumnal? <laughs> no, <laughs> a tumnal? No, in this house, it AKA was like, a Tuscan. No, the old man style that was here before, you know, hoarder mm. old oh, man, you know, yes, not yes, my yes. own style. You know, mm-hmm. that can happen too. Mm-hmm. You move into a place and you don't have the money to fix it up right away or you, or you plan to do it over time. Maybe you have to do electrical and plumbing and all that and you can't get to the pretties yet. So that you're transitioning from what was somebody else's style. Well, you know, and to the style you want, that's and challenging that's exactly, as well. Yeah, that's where we are in the mountains. The kitchen has the golden oak cabinets. I mean, the whole house mm-hmm. was golden oak. I mean, you couldn't put any more golden oak in that house than they did. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is. So I, yeah. So, I mean, it's a very slow transition. I mean, we just can't do everything at one pop. And I, and so the kitchen, you know, it just, to me, it looks dated right now, but we're kind of going slowly. We painted the outside of the house and I'm trying to focus on that right now and just mm-hmm. ignore the kitchen. So yes, yeah. focus on the steps along the way. And I would definitely suggest magazines, tear sheets, a Pinterest board. I would literally kind of like almost put blinders, like hold my hands to the side of my head and just look at my computer screen and scroll through my home ideas Pinterest board (laughs) when I couldn't take it anymore Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to look about what was going on or not going on in the house. And I would say, this is where I'm going. I'm getting to get there. I think you've got a good point. I mean, the whole thing is you put your plan together of what you're going to do. I mean, I think you do these boards on Pinterest and kind of your style boards of this is what I want the room to look like. And then you're going to put a plan together that fits your budget. And so depending on how much money you have and how much time you have to make things or whatever, then it's going to be a slower fast. Usually if you're making a huge change, it's going to be a slow transition, but you're right. I mean, you put your plan together and you say this year, I'm going to do this or this month, I'm going to do this. And then you have, you know, I think maybe you kind of carefully decide how you're going to spend your money and maybe you go, biggest bang for your buck in the beginning. So maybe you go for changing out that sofa first, if that's part of your plan or painting the walls before you go to the little, you know, knickknacks in the room. And I have exactly everything you just said, but here's the thing. There is no way around this not being a little bit painful, a little bit frustrating because it takes time. And there's not, unless you have an unlimited Um, bank account. It is going to take a while. Mm -hmm. But here's what I'm also going to say. When you're deciding what your style that you're transitioning into, I'm going to say, don't jump in head first. Don't Don't make a total commitment to one style. And here's why, because you're going to have to do the whole thing over again. Mm -hmm. And my best advice is find foundational pieces and colors that are very um, timeless. Ding, 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 ding. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) A little asleep at the wheel. Because you can slip into different colors and different styles. And then you are going to make your less expensive items in the style you want. And here's a good example, my family room. My family room is has very sort of timeless, they're slip-covered pieces, but the accent pieces and me, uh, like I, I painted a small desk and I used a sisal rug, they're all things that lend to a farmhouse style. I've not totally committed to the if everything being farmhouse, because that would be such an overcommitment and it would cost so much money to change that. And believe me, I'm going to get tired and believe it or not, I just heard, you have to listen to our next, um, 
our next uh, um, episode. episode because we're going to talk about forecasting colors of 2018. But also, I heard just heard that farmhouse may be going. Oh, it may not be hot. Transitioning from one style to another, do you have? a suggestion on where you think people should start? Like, should you start with a wall color? Should you start with the furniture? I mean, I guess part of it depends on how big a transition this is Here, going to be. Here's a really easy way to start. Because um, I know changing your wall color, changing your big pieces of furniture, that can be very daunting. Mm-hmm. So start with, and I'm just, I this is like my mantra, don't have tchotchkes laying around. I take out everything. Mm-hmm. That isn't your style, even like a lamp, because you can buy a lamp. Mm -hmm. A lamp is very inexpensive. You don't have to buy lamps that are hundreds and hundreds of dollars. You know, you can buy a lamp at, you know, Wayfair or Birch Lane or Home Goods or Target and, and no one will ever know. I just bought a lampshade at Kmart that is so awesome. And it's a lovely lampshade. No one will know. Get rid of the tchotchkes. That'll give you your room some room to breathe. Yes. You know, Yvonne, I so agree with that because you can't necessarily, maybe your sofa is not going to go with your new style, Mm -hmm. but you have to have it because you've got to sit there. But all the little decorative things around your room are, are, uh, you know, extra. You don't have to have them in the room to, to survive basically. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Take everything out of the room that's not part of your new style that you don't absolutely have Mm -hmm. to have Mm -hmm. in the room. This is probably going to mean there's a lot of bare spaces. There may even be some furniture in your room that is no longer in your room or some lamps on the wall pictures. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing I found out from doing this myself. You probably have too much stuff in your room anyway. Mm. Ding, so ding, ding. That's less another stuff. one. That's, that's right. Yes. Less stuff in your room is she was not really a bad- fast when she got it. She dang oh! it right away. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, Anita, if I just did something really great, ding the bell. Pause. <laughs> pregnant pause. Oh, no. <laughs> she wants to catch up with me. Stop it. Oh, oh no, no, no. I bow to the queen. No, no. <laughs> no, no. You both, both all make great points. And I loved about the, the le- room to breathe. So true. Like, how are you going to go? You can't, it's like going from one relationship to the next, right? You need, you can't. You got you got to have some space in between. <laughs> and I you know, got to take that thing. box of everything that reminded you of him. <laughs> exactly. And you have to take oh. everything down and put it away. So <laughs> so it's just like that. Even if it looks bare because you know it's going to make you think about things. Here's the thing I realized when my neighbor was kind of transitioning moving to their house uh to a new house she hadn't moved everything in yet and she had just i guess she had kept a lot of stuff in her old house cuz she was still selling it so she had just moved some kind of artsy pieces into her new house and here was the thing when i went in her new house to see it and it really it was under underdone you know it was underdressed there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot in there it ended up feeling i am not kidding you like an art gallery and oh, ended up looking mm-hmm. like, because she had such a unique pieces of furniture and artwork, I felt like I was in an art gallery. And so everything was just it really, your focus was on the beautiful things that she had in there. And it wasn't distracted by a lot of clutter. 
Well, and that's a good way to start because it's not a big, like you're not buying a sofa, you're not buying anything. You're just purging and purge. And that's a, it's like a clean slate. And let me just say this. And a lot of people like to slip cover their things. I know Anita, you are the mm-hmm. queen yes. of slip covering. They're so beautiful. And I have slip cover furniture. You have to look at the shape of it. You can't have like a big puffy rolled armed sofa if you like something like mid-century modern or if you like like even farmhouse um or french some you know you have to look at the shape if the shape you can get away with the shape if it's classic and neutral enough you can slip cover it other than that you may i mean it is going to be an investment you may have to buy something that has the lines because you really want to look at the lines of your furniture and the lines of your style But for me, I would not buy what I would call like a farmhouse looking sofa. Both of the sofas I have in my house, I have three of them. All three of the sofas are very um, classic lines. So they'll go with almost any style and they're timeless. I can have them for the next 20 years and be okay with it because I don't necessarily need a farmhouse looking sofa. I need a classic sofa that I can put cute farmhouse pillows on and a neat throw. Well, Yvonne, you you gave another tip here, and I think it's more of a preventive. You kind of have to have done this ahead of time, but you talked about having classic sofas. Mm -hmm. So if you buy classic pieces, a classic color on the wall, classic furniture pieces, classic lamps, then they should probably transition from one style to another. That's right, Better Anita. Better than if you went too trendy. So I would definitely stay away from the trends on these big ticket items because you do want, I mean, I want to be able to have one sofa that carries me through a couple of different styles if I change. Ex- you are exactly right on because I think if your your underlying furniture should be very classic because it can transition to almost anything. I, I'm just trying to think of a style that it might, you might need if you're doing mid-century, you probably need more of a mid-century look. But other than that, and even you could do modern with classic, um, your, I would use your foundational pieces, your big ticket items, keep them very classic, um, very sort of in the background, you don't want them screaming. Mm-hmm. Solid then, colors. I would mm-hmm. avoid the patterns on your totally avoid patterns. And sofa. Add if you want pattern, mm-hmm. do it with your pillows. Well, and your I also and your, and your go, rug. I also think that I have a little accent chair in my living room that's really fun, but it was um, under two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and it's it got can, a pattern on it. Yes, but it can go up to my bedroom. Yeah, well, there so you go. that to me is an, a, a fun little accent. So when I'm tired of it, up to the bedroom it goes. There you go. It's flexible in that way. And I have some pieces like that. I have a cute chair that I bought um, that's got a floral pattern on the chair. I didn't, and it's just yeah. I mean, I'll probably recover it at some point. But sure. It, but yeah, it can be easily moved mm-hmm. around. But your big chairs, it's harder to do that with. Mm-hmm. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. And here's the other thing. Know that your transitional style you'll be able to live with, I say, for at least seven years. That's the that's the um, the length of, that's the time you should have a sofa 
They say set the life of a sofa is seven years. I tend to stretch that a little bit. Sometimes I stretch that a lot. So you say it's okay to get the seven year itch, so to speak, with your I decor. Think that, <laughs> I, I think seven years is is a, a good time to you know just tra- just change things up a little. Mm-hmm. I used to be real farmhousey, still with classic things. I'm. I'm lending more towards the classic, classic styles with just a little tad, a little nod. Okay. Well, I'm really glad mm -hmm. you brought that up and you said that word, compound word, maybe farmhouse, Mm -hmm. because we have a listener, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Mm -hmm. She has a farmhouse style right now and she's really enjoyed it and has enjoyed it. And she doesn't want to let it completely go, but she's definitely finding herself tending towards a more refined country. And Mm, mm -hmm. I quote her as saying, dare I say, French country. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Good choice. (laughs) Anita just found her new BFF. I know. Lisa. I suggest Anita's book to you, my dear, because if you want to know how to do French country Rustic farmhouse. That's your source for sure. But other than that, we're going to, we can talk about that particular style because I think a lot of people have that and they, and they went hog wild with the whole farmhouse movement. Mm. And now, somebody hinted it mm. might be waning soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, here's the deal. We're going to say it over and over and over and over again. Keep everything classic, neutral. And then with your accents, do that. Then you're not in a tra- whatever style you want to be. So when you're tired of that, transitioning to another, yet another style is much, much, much easier. Mm-hmm. Oh, agreed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I probably on, on that, maybe the farmhouse signs might be something mm-hmm. that I would move out. Absolutely. Bonfire. <laughs> Say, I'm not no, I'm, Craigslist. I'm, oh, Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think. Um, yeah, I have to say, I've never been a sign person, and I I see those signs, and that's so cute. But you know, in, unless I actually have chickens, I have no business having a fresh eggs sign in my house. <laughs> Oh, I think, so you know, but that's just me personally. I do have one sign from a shop called Brandy Melville, which is a kind of this like funky store that my girls like to shop in. And it's a clothing store, but they have some accessories. And I have to say the store is styled really well. And they, I have a, a very thin wooden sign that says City of Angels. Oh, but I live in Los Angeles, right? So, but I was even hesitant to get that, but the girls loved it. And I said, okay, we could get that. And it actually does work. Um, but all the farmhousey stuff, like, here's the other thing too. I don't really want to walk into my house and know that thousands of other people have that sign or thousands mm-hmm. of other people have that whatever. Sure, mm-hmm. there's going to be this, this something that's a basic thing, like a burlap lampshade. Yeah, sure. But signs or very specific things are telltale of certain styles. Now, I mm-hmm. have some signs, some well-placed signs. You have some signs, I, I know. Love. And you do a great job with your signs. Well, just I'm just saying, look at it's them. It's just for me. If you, you know, want to keep my them, mm-hmm. keep them. But some of them may you may feel are too. If you're trying to transition away from the farmhouse style, you might want to move some of those out is all I'm suggesting. If they work for you, keep them. And another thing I would probably, I mean, but she asked about transitioning, yeah. so I'm answering yeah. it. I think another thing I would probably move out of the house are the galvanized things because that's very farmhousey 
And, you know, my style... Well, are you talking about the real galvanized stuff or the faux galvanized The faux. Yeah. Okay. The faux. Yeah. I mean, the real olive buckets, I think, are, are, you know, classic. And here's the thing. I mean, I call my style farmhouse French. So it's really kind of a mix of these rustic farmhousey things with French, country French style. And it's more of a neutral palette. So I think a lot of your farmhouse things... Lisa, I think are going to work with the, with French things yeah. if you want to transition to country French, but kind of the, but I would kind of look at your farmhouse items and see, does it look like the real thing or does it look really faux? Does it, you know, the, cause the more real things, I think I would, I would probably keep, but something that's a little too kitschy, I probably would move out to another room or onto some, a friend. Good advice, Anita. Mm -hmm. And Anita, especially what you're saying, you are such a collector of beautiful, realistic vintage items that work with your style. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So that's something that you'd want to keep in mind as well. Well, I keep, I buy usually the real thing. Mm -hmm. I usually, rather than a faux thing, I usually buy, you know, rather than a fake dough bowl, I usually buy a real antique dough bowl. And then when you're, Investing in the real thing, it's just a classic look. And I think it ends up working in a lot of different styles and it it has that real look. So I think that's maybe the difference too. Yeah, it's authentic. I mean, when mm-hmm. the farmhouse... I love farmhouse. I mean, I, I call, because you guys made me pick a style. I call my house farmhouse glam because, you know, it's a farmhouse and I got some bling going on. But it's, I think all of our style, I have a lot of classic elements too. I have some French elements. It's sort of all a mashup and it's things that over time I've curated, if you will, and they work together. But there are of different styles and there is that mashup. And I think that's really a beautiful way to decorate. And like Yvonne's saying, if you have these foundational pieces and then you can add, and they're neutral and they're classic, and then you can add in and layer in these different elements that can tend to feel, dare she say, some French country or maybe a little modern. You can swing different ways because you've got such a great foundation Mm -hmm. going on. And I think you're right about that, Kelly. I'm just going to say, don't commit to one style yeah. because then you're, it's just overboard. Yeah. I think that you should say like my house, like I call it refined country farmhouse. So there's a mm-hmm. lot of styles going on yeah. that I can add in and it's very eclectic and, you know, you can definitely see nods to different elements, but I think that's where the beauty lies. Agreed. Oh, you are so true, Yvonne. I think that's really an excellent point to really take a mm-hmm. style or combine styles, but make it your own. That's so exactly rather than kind right. of going into um, Target and buying everything of a certain collection, you know, kind of buy just your favorite things of each. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I think we just kind of get a little nervous and we start saying, oh, well, I saw this and this is part of this style, but maybe you don't really like it that much. Right. Like if you love Chip, what Chip and Joanna do, you know, on Fixer Upper, um, Find a couple pieces that would be like a foundation or that would work, but then do your own style because you've got to love what you like, what Mm -hmm. you do too. And it develops your eye. Yeah, that's right. I mean, again, if you're doing their whole, uh, 
if you're collection, doing everything, yeah, if their whole collection, if you're buying mm-hmm. every single thing, I think a year from now, you're going to feel like it, it, it looks You're going to feel dated. like the clearance aisle at Target. Yeah, yes, and it's not exactly. going to be you. But but you might love, like I bought one of their pillows. I love it. And it's going to work in all my bedrooms and, and my family room and my living room. And it has a real nubby feel, but that's all I bought. <laughs> right, but it doesn't scream yeah. farmhouse. Mm-mm at you or oh, doesn't no, no, scream no, no. fixer-upper at you. It works no, in what, really what you've beautiful. got. Right. And here's the thing. I mean, these trendy things, it's all great when the trend is going on if you filled your house with all this stuff that's super hot. But, you know, what comes up must come down. So if you've done your whole house in it, I think at some point when the style is not so hot anymore, right. you're going to feel like, ugh, why did I buy all this pads. stuff? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, everything had shoulder pads back in the day. They were great when they were there. But they were cool when they were in style. (laughs) Are they ever coming back? Um, Well, Um, hey. I don't know. uh, Unless uh, everybody starts to play for the NFL. I don't think so. (laughs) And all those Princess Diana pictures, man, she's got the shoulder pads. I know. And I see pictures of myself and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) like I'm this little person. I look like a tiny little dwarf linebacker. Because my suits from work, like, oh, and they were so hot. Oh, golly! I Who know. thought that was a good idea? And with all my hair, I, there was like, oh, stop. It, was like, it went yes, up to my thing. ears, and yeah. I had probably yeah, had big stop. earrings too. Oh, I had the tootsie suit, you know, with the bow tie. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Go, oh. go, Google. Tootsie the movie. It's Dustin oh. Hoffman dressed like a woman. She does, mm-hmm. Anita. She's pretending she's younger than we are. <laughs> <laughs> she knows exactly what you're talking about. Oh my goodness. I think after you get rid of all the tchotchkes and you sort of evaluate your furniture, you know, you could paint some of your furniture. It would look good. But other than that, paint your walls. Um, you know, like that pastel blue. It is, it is pretty, but it's, I mean, boy, does that date everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the the butter yellow, and I love butter yellow, but mm-hmm. uh, and my house was full of butter yellow, but not anymore. And I think that's one of the dead giveaways. So um, paint your walls, and I'm just going to say paint them something very neutral. Mm-hmm. And you can go on. I mean, I guess we should put this in the show notes. Like I've got one on all my wall color. Okay, and let me, let me I, make a note. Well, and we color. could link yeah. to the wall color our paint episode. Yes, exactly, exactly. Because that, yes, that's a really good idea. Because I think that's that's like an instant update. Mm-hmm. No, it so, really yeah, that's is. true, mm-hmm. and it makes such a difference. And you think, oh, that's overwhelming. But I mean, you could even cheat it if your trim is white. Don't do your trim. We won't tell anybody. You know, just do your walls. <laughs> yeah, yes. and it's and, really not that hard. You get some but, painters mm-hmm. tape. You know, mm-hmm. and you just say like one weekend I'm doing this. And do but it. very, you're very right. I mean, when that wall color is dated looking, it doesn't matter what everything. you're doing in the room. The whole room has a pall over yes, it. Yes, everything. Yeah, if, and, it's like if your shirt has shoulder pads. <laughs> yes, it's, yes, a, it's, it's, like, it's like a suit with shoulder pads. You but the good news is for shoulder pads, they're pretty easily removed in most cases. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's true. And um, here's the other thing. This is my pet peeve. So I'm so sorry if your walls, don't paint your walls green. Yes, that was one of my wall colors in one of the bedrooms. It was a green. It was it was the nineties and then it wasn't the nineties and the green didn't makes, work anymore. It just makes any skin tone look awful. Yeah. 
So, yeah. I mean, accessorize with green. I love green. Um, but, uh, and greenery is the color for 2017. So, um, but, but yeah, walls, not so much. Yeah. So that, that would mm-hmm. be a, you know, a, a bigger step, but I love the idea of what Yvonne started out with it. Clear your plate, right? Just have the essentials, get rid of all the telltale signs of a certain style and the little things that you don't need. And then, you know, then your room is sort of ready to paint. You could cover your sofa <laughs> with some drop cloths and get going and, and get it done if that needs <laughs> and maybe to you happen. Could, if you cover your sofa with drop cloths, you can see how it would look in a neutral. Yeah. Oh, good idea. Yes. Well, listen, girls, we're out of time today, but I think we've, we've, sort of covered how to transition from one style to another. Yeah. Um, and Lisa, I hope that we gave you, um, you know, some good advice on that particular style. If anybody else has yeah. a style that they're working out of or a style that you're trying to work towards and you're not sure how to get mm-hmm. there, you know, send us an email, call us on the phone, leave a voicemail. Mm-hmm. We're always reading those. We'd love to be able to answer your questions. I think in the new year, we're going to do another one of our listener questions episodes. Mm-hmm. So if we don't dr- address them directly in a, a reply email right now, because it's the crazy time of year, mm-hmm. we will for sure get to you um, either on air or privately through email and let you know our thoughts. But, you know, it's a it's a big thing. And Anita kicked it off well saying, you know, there are going to be times when Ouch. it feels <laughs> oh, yeah. like I can't bear mm-hmm. this. I want to get my fresh eggs signed back. I just yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Right? It looks so nice, and I worked yes. so hard to make it look pretty. Yes. But when you, when it, you're starting to feel that seven year itch or mm-hmm. whatever itch, yeah. it's time, you know. And that's it what is. decor is all about, and that's what we're all about: transitioning and evolving and making it right for you. So Lisa, we hope we have helped you and we hope we've also helped any other listeners. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.